Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 242. Maybe you heard, but there was some really big news announced last week by Royal Caribbean all about changes coming to Royal Caribbean's private destination of Coco Cay. I was so excited for it because, well, I'm excited for everything Royal Caribbean does, but I wanted to talk about it with all of you, and I couldn't just contain it to just my thoughts. So on this week's episode, I invited some listeners to call in live as we discuss the changes to Coco Cay. Here we go. Last week, Royal Caribbean dropped some epic news about a major, major investment in not just uh, Coco Cay, but in all of its private destinations, a move that's going to change the face of cruising as we know it, I think, over the next couple of years. And it primarily centered around, at least to begin with, changes to Coco Cay. And boy, did that get a lot of people talking, including me, because as soon as you heard this news, I bet you instantly had a reaction, a pretty strong reaction to it. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, be sure to check out this week's show notes at RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com because I have a link to all the changes coming to Coco Cay. But in a nutshell, Royal Caribbean is adding a massive water park to Coco Cay along with some other features as well. It's all part of a greater plan to literally transform its private island, starting with Coco Cay and Labadee will come as well and even some new islands coming online, but that's a discussion maybe for a different day. But... It's going to just a complete overhaul, you know, not just adding like a water slide and a swim up bar and that's about it, which is nice, or even a roller coaster. This is about adding a, a, a completely new destination to Coco Cay. And for a lot of people, that's got a, a pretty strong reaction here. And I got to tell you, number one, first and foremost, I was completely surprised by this, hearing this news. Sometimes you have some kind of inklings of things that are going on, but I was not prepared, not for the announcement, but for the scale of the announcement. I flew up to New York City for the grand media event over there, and Royal Caribbean CEO Michael Bailey started talking about it, and it was, to say that I was surprised would be an understatement, because again... We've what we've seen over the years with Royal Caribbean has been usually you know little tertiary upgrades, right? Let's take it to the next level, level one to level two, level three to level four, level five to level six, and what they're doing with Coco Cay here, in my opinion, is they're going from level four to like level twenty eight, which is epic. And for me, what my when I look at the plans here at Coco Cay, I get super excited for it because it now transforms Coco Cay into you know a a beach, just another beach to something that is now a destination in and of itself. It reminds me of a lot of the cruise ships. If you remember, going back to Cruising History 101, you know, when cruise ships, including Royal Caribbean's first kind of cruise ships, they were really just ships. They were just floating vessels that had rooms on them. You had a dining room. You had a couple things. But really, it was about a floating vessel that brought you from point A to point B to point C. Now, over the years, Royal Caribbean has evolved quite a bit. And we've seen quite a bit of change over those years. And we saw, remember, Sovereign of the Seas, the first mega ship, and people lost their mind. Like, you're doing what? Balcony cabins? A centrum? Wait a minute, a rock climbing wall? Hold the phone. That's crazy talk, right? And then we saw the Voyager class ships and be like, wait a minute, there's no way they're going to build anything bigger than this. This is nuts. And then, of course, we have the Freedom class, the Oasis class, which blew everything away and so forth. And you kind of get this. And so with private islands, private islands are not a new concept. They've been around for the better part of, what, 30 years or so now between across the cruise industry. But the difference is Royal Caribbean is now saying, you know what, this can be more than that. And this can offer more than that. 
right? Just like when they started adding specialty restaurants to Royal Caribbean ships in, in large quantities, like on Oasis of the Seas. And it's like, wait a minute. We're going to have more than just like a Chops Grill on ship. You want me to have a Giovanni's table, an Izumi, a Sabor, you know, I mean, I have all these options here. That's crazy, right? And now we can't imagine going on a cruise ship without it. But with this now, with Coco K, it's now taking that same level. It's taking that next giant step to offer so much more. And there's a lot to this, right? I mean, the water park, the cabanas, the chill beach area, there's a lot that you can really point to. I think there's something for everyone over there. And I also recognize, based on a lot of the comments I've been reading on realcrimmingblog.com and the text messages that my friends have been sending me, you know, there are some concerns about. Naturally, change is something that I embrace, but look, humans generally don't like change. We don't, we like the same old, same old, same old, same old. This is true of everything, right? But when there is change, it's okay to be a little hesitant about it, right? I mean, the bottom line is, yes, you can still go to Coco Cay. You can still go there, not pay a dime, walk onto the beach, put your towel down or grab a beach chair, sit back and enjoy the beach that you've come to enjoy for a while, right? Just a, a classic beach day experience. That's not going away by any means. But what this is offering is something completely different and new and a lot more options. And I always love options. In fact, one of the things I've always enjoyed about Royal Caribbean is the modularity of it right? The ability to say, I want a drink package, or maybe I'm not going to get a drink package this time, or I will eat a specialty restaurant, or you know what? I'm not going to do that, or I'm not going to do any shore excursions, or I will do all shore excursions, right? You have that choice. And this is just another one of those choices. But again, this isn't, the, the scope of it is what really gets me. And that's what excites me. You've got the water park, the new over the water cabanas that look like something out of the South Pacific. You've got the largest freshwater pool Look, I love the ocean. I, I Maybe love is a strong word. <laughs> I love pools way more than I love the ocean. I don't like things touching me. But I love a pool. I love a good swim-up bar. And that kind of a resort amenity to me is appealing to me. So I like that quite a bit. I'm sure there's a lot of folks who are going to say, you know what, I can't wait to do those water slides. My kids, I know, are going to be super excited for the, for the largest splash-away bay they've installed yet. There's a lot of great things that are being added here, and I think that there's something that speaks to everybody. But that's just my thoughts on it, and I'm excited. But I want to get your thoughts as well as we uh, talk about this option here. So I've invited uh, some folks here, some Royal Caribbean blog podcast listeners to call them. We recorded this episode on Periscope, so you'll have to obviously excuse the fact that this is re this was recorded live in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> but uh, we'll have the opportunity to get some of your thoughts in here as we talk about uh, the change to Coco Cay and what you think that is if that's all going to entail. So let's begin with our first caller of the day. Hello, you are live on Royal Caribbean blog. Who are we speaking with? This is Ken Jarvis, Matt. How are you? Ken Jarvis from rcperiscopers.live. Welcome, Ken. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk about Coco Cay. Yes. Yeah, so what did you think, Ken? I'm not even going to preface it. What are your thoughts after seeing and hearing all about this? So, you know, over the years, Royal has announced things to me that sounded gimmicky. I remember when they came out with the North Star and I saw that first video, I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't sound great. Or ice skating or 270. And you know what? All of those venues were absolutely fantastic. So I have the confidence in Royal Caribbean that they know what people are going to like in the future. And this clearly is it. This is something for everybody. When I look at my own list of things I didn't like about Coco Cay, I didn't like the beach because it was very shallow. If I took the kids, there was really nothing for them to do except sit around at the beach. 
All that's now changed, and we won't even talk about tendering over, right, and missing it because there was no pier. So you throw in the pier, you throw in the water park, you throw in the Cocoa Beach Club, which I can't wait to see. They are completely upgrading Cocoa Cay. It sounds fantastic to me. I couldn't agree, and I love your comparison, Ken, in the beginning about things that sounded gimmicky, sounded like, really? But in the end, now we can't imagine without it, and I think you're right. spot on about that, and uh, dude, I'm all about the – the water park's great. The slides are wonderful. But, dude, those cabanas, no. OMG. It's the Maldives <laughs> in the Bahamas, okay? Ken I and I are really cost. big on – I'll be in there. Right. Ken and I are really big on the cabanas in their – at least in their current form that they've offered in Labadee primarily and also, in, you know, in Coco Cay. But, uh, I mean, that's the way to experience it, dude. I'm, I'm excited for that one. It's just fantastic. I think you know, it's just a wonderful thing that they're doing. Hey, people don't always get it, but then when they get there, it's the best thing that ever happened. I guarantee you the other cruise companies are going to upgrade their private islands because of Royal. Great point. Excellent point. And you know what? Competition is really good for us as the consumers, so I love that. Ken, thank you for calling in. Thanks, Matt. All right. All right, let's keep things rolling. We've got our next caller on the line. Hi, who are we speaking with? Ron Ladowski. Ron Ladowski, what's going on, brother? Uh, not, not between, between you and the NCAA tournament, you just won out. So, <laughs> uh, you, you actually put me in a tough spot. I got, I got big shoes to follow. I got to follow Ken Jarvis. I mean, uh, you got it. it easy on me. But, <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, uh, Coco K. I was, like I said, I went there once before I was on the uh, Freedom of the Seas. We took the tender over, and we walked around their little area where they had shops and things. It was, you know, it was okay. It was just a stop in the Caribbean. The new uh, Coco K is going to be just amazing. There's a couple of things. There was one thing I had uh, read about, which I had forgotten about. Uh, they've got to have a place called Captain Jack's Dining, which it's based on the pictures that they have it looks looks it'll be amazing a complete menu for anybody i would assume you'll be able to use your cpass card and just you know say okay here you go i'll put that on my uh on my running tabs which which was really kind of nice i would also assume i assume i guess i'm going to guess uh matt that the if you have a drink package on board the ship it'll probably carry over to coco k so similar to lava d i would i would hope and I guess the other thing that I, you know, it talks about, you know, you've mentioned the, the cabanas. Yes, I think they're wonderful, too. But besides that, the one that really caught my eye was the thing called Up, Up, and Away. The uh, balloon that goes up in the air about 450 feet. I mean, I'm all for that. I know my wife, Susan, is paranoid about heights. <laughs> so it's going to be a real drag to try to get her onto it. Maybe I'll tell her, oh, no, it just her on the ground next to know she'll be 450 feet in the air look overlooking the whole island i'll say oh i guess i, I guess i missed something but uh i, I love much- i love the thought i love the thoughts ron especially about the dining because i'm really glad you brought that up I, I forgot about that in the opening monologue but you know what mm-hmm. you're right because wh- whether it was coca or labadee i'm not the world's biggest barbecue fan like burgers and hot dogs I don't really do a whole lot for me one of our in labadee we would often go back to the ship to eat because, I don't know, I mean, I don't hate hot dogs and burgers and chicken, but it's just not my jam. It's not my favorite food. But you're right, now they're adding another option. So if you do want to have the burgers and hot dogs, you can have that, certainly. But having a mm-hmm. nice option on the island, maybe with the breeze going by, I don't know how open air or not open air, maybe just the air conditioning, which is even better in some cases, you know, 
That is a really great choice. I love that, that they're adding that as well. Yep, I totally agree. I'm really looking forward to it. So awesome. I guess I'm definitely going to have to book a I got I got my cruise schedule pretty well booked up. But sometime now in the year, probably, hopefully late 2019 or 2020, I'll be able to go. Awesome, Ron. I hope you and I get to try it out together. Maybe one of the cabanas, and then we, your wife, our wives can stay at the, uh, the cabana, and we'll try the up, up, and away. There you go. Thanks a lot, awesome. Matt. Thanks for all Thank you, you Ron. All right, we got a, that was a great call from Ron. Let's move on to our next caller. Hi, you're live on Royal Caribbean Block. Who are we speaking with? Hey, it's Cruising Cat. Cruising Cat from RC Periscopers. Hey. Live. Welcome. How are you doing? Good. Quick story. Quick story. Really quick. First time we did a call-in show. I don't know what episode it was. A long time ago. And Cat called in. She goes, "Hi, this is Kathy." And I'm like, "Oh, hello, <laughs> Kathy." How are you? Where are you from? And then I figured out it was Cruising Cat. I'm like, Cruising Cat, that's your name. You got to go with your I real know, name. I not- know. <laughs> I know. I've got to address myself appropriately when I do call. So I will make sure to do that from now on. Absolutely. So, Cat, what do you think about the Coco K changes? I am really, really excited. Um, my thing is, like, how much of it is going to be a charge and then mm-hmm. how much is, of it is going to be complimentary? You know, I know obviously the, you know, the restaurants and the cabanas, obviously I'm, I know those are going to be a charge. But I mean, like, are you going to be able to do the water park or is there going to be an upcharge? Yeah, that, that's a really good question. I know that they're still working on some of the details and I had heard and I haven't heard it from Royal Caribbean. I heard it through other venues that had posted information, maybe getting some of the getting some answers during the media event. Uh, but at the water park. Is got I think at least and again what what what's the scope of the water park right cat like is it like does it include the pool which I mentioned earlier right but yeah let's put it this way the water park is going to have a charge I believe there's going to be a full and a half day uh, option pass kind of very similar to a lot of water parks you may find like in Atlantis is probably the best example okay. I can think of um, but to your point I don't know if that's just the slides does that include Splash Away Bay does that include right. the Galleon does so that include variables. Right, exactly. And that's a really good question, and I don't know that we have a definitive answer, at least as of right now, to that. Um, and that's a fair point. You know, obviously we want to enjoy all these things, but we all, you know, we don't all have Ken Jarvis kind of money, so we've got exactly. to figure out, you know, what's going to be possible. I guess my next question would be, because there is so much that is going to be a part of Coco K with all the plans, are they planning to maybe do, like, overnight? To give us more time to actually experience all the stuff that the new Coco K is going to offer. I would I would love for them to do like overnight stays where the ship just stays docked. They're like they do in NASA quite often, you know, where they have an overnight stay. And that would be amazing. Obviously that requires some facilities and, you know, like, you know, lighting for one thing and, yeah. and some other, other security aspects. But um, I think that would be, if they could do that, that would really take that to the next level because now imagine an itinerary in which you can do an overnight there and then you get there, you roll in at whatever time you usually roll in, in the morning, but then you have yeah. all day and all night to go down those water slides. That would be epic. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you want, that's the only thing is like there's going to, you know, there have all these big plans and so much to do, but then you have to squeeze it in in the time that you're in the port and, you know, with ships with their dock, they're going to have big ships. They could have multiple ships in port, which means more people, which more people means lines. 
Yep. You know? Yep. So, you know, you just got the you got to take the good with the bad, but you know, being overnight. Yeah, it would it would certainly a add little... a new dimension to it. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. All right, Kat. Well, I appreciate you calling in and sharing your thoughts. Always a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Here we go. Hello, you are live on Real Caribbean Blog. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Matt. It's Jose. Jose, what's going on? <laughs> great, my friend. How are you doing? Good, good, good. So what do you think about Coco K? Uh, great. I'm shocked at the, uh, the amount of people who are against it. But I think from a business point of view, the, the company is going to do a great thing and a lot more people are going to want to cruise with the company. So I, I don't see a downside to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I understand, and and Jose, I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of the the a lot of the negativity towards the plan is based around a the fact that there will be things that cost extra to it, right? Everything we're talking about, and not everything, but a lot of things that we're talking about do have an extra cost associated with them. Um, for some for some people, you know, you say, oh, okay, well, that's life, that's everything in life, right? Um, you go to Disney World and they open up a new anything, there's almost always an associated cost with that, right? Um, and other people are just against it on principle, which I can understand and appreciate why they'd be against that. Certainly, you know, they don't, no one wants to pay more than they have to. I can understand that kind of a concern, you know, but at the same time, I feel like the the fact that it's not built in, you know, because into the cruise fare is actually better. And the reason why is because we don't all enjoy or don't want to necessarily partake in everything that's offered. The great, the classic example is the drink package, right? Why doesn't Royal Caribbean just roll in the drink package and the cost of the fare? What if you don't drink? What if you don't want alcohol, right? And if you, the reality is, if it's in the fare, you're paying for it. Nothing is free. I try not to ever use the word free when it comes to Royal Caribbean because something is complimentary. But the reality is, you're paying for it. You're just paid for it in a different form. Um, and I think that, and look, at the end of the day, if that's a concern of yours, that's fair. And I can understand that, but the good news, I, at least from my perspective, if that's your concern, is that you still have that option, again, as I mentioned earlier, to go to the beach, not pay a dime, don't go to that water park, don't pay for the cabanas, don't go up, up, and away, and, you know, have a beach day like you've almost typically had on a lot of these islands, you know? Basically, you go there, and you we have to see what they're going to charge for the different amenities they're going to build up, but you pay what you want to do. I mean, personally, I'll be in the beach club. And I, I mean, I'll, I'm not sure if the sixty to hundred dollars is for the beach club, but whatever it is, I'll be there and I'll enjoy tranquility and peace and quiet, and have my wife with my daughter go to all the fun little stuff while I'm relaxing, and then we'll, yeah. we'll switch places after like an hour or two, <laughs> and that's how we we'll spend the day. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, it's it's. I like that there's a little bit of everything, and it offers a lot of different choices there. So for that reason, I'm pretty excited for it and and you're right you know um uh jose and i both have children and they're on the younger side of things especially jose's kid <laughs> but you know having that option to have more than just you know sitting there's nothing wrong with sitting by the beach please don't get me wrong i enjoy a nice beach day as much as the next guy but being able to mix it up a little bit especially in a lot of itineraries in the caribbean where it is what do you do or it's a beach day this is a beach day this is a beach day you know you want to be able to mix it up a little bit having a water park or maybe just going on to the island, um, you know, and and like Ron Ladowski said, maybe just go have lunch over there and just enjoy a nice different option. I like those choices. It's it's great, and it, it, the company listens to each of these customers' feedback. So people have wanted this, 
or they yes. some people may have accident each of the surveys that we do after we finish the cruise. So, and it, it more than anything it differentiates Royal Caribbean from everybody else because everybody has private destinations, but what they have is a private island where people want to go to this island. It's a destination unto itself. Absolutely. And a lot of people will book a cruise just to go to Coco Cay, myself included. So. Yeah, and think about this, Jose. The other thing is, and you know, once they announced all these changes, and I got really excited for it, was that the you know now imagine going on. Don't forget, we're getting you know Mariner of the Seas refurbished, offering three and four night sailings, right? So now you can yep. go to Coco Cay for the weekend. This could be like a thing where Friday to Friday to Monday morning, you know, you're on this, you you're weekending in Coco Cay, and it's it's you know. It's not just – it's so much more. It's, it's kind of like an option to just hop over there for the weekend. How cool is that? It's amazing. I have friends of mine who are at work who've heard about this and, oh, I want to go to Royal Caribbean because I want to go on the balloon ride or, or I want to yeah. go to their, their uh, to the pool or any of the other amenities that they're going to build up. So it, each company tries to up the others. And right now Royal Caribbean has all the press with this release and this information. So uh, they're the best. What can we say? <laughs> there you go. Jose, thank you so much for calling, my friend. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. All right. We're going to go next to my very good friend, Michael Franklin Poole is joining us here. Michael, what's going on? Hey, Matt. How are you? Good. What do you think about Coco Cay, brother? Oh, my favorite island, Coco Cay, Matt. Um, so I think we've kind of known this was in the works for some time. And, you know, I was a little hesitant originally. Like, I didn't like the idea, Matt. But after the announcements and seeing everything that they're doing, I'm just going to come out and be bold about it. I love it, Matt. It, it makes me excited, and it makes me want to go to Coco Cay every weekend. That's dude. That's exactly what I thought about Coco Cay like every weekend because of course Michael and I live in Florida. So imagine now we can do that where it's like I don't know. Before Michael, we might have been like you know I, I might have said hey let's go to um, I don't know uh, uh, Clearwater Beach for the weekend, right? You know, kind of a getaway kind of thing. This is now kind of a getaway option, and it's and it's 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 a real viable destination to go hang out in Coco Cay for the weekend. Absolutely. It's like, do you want to go to the water parks in Orlando or do you want to go to the Bahamas for the weekend to Coco Cay? I mean, I'm picking Coco Cay, Matt. I don't know about you. Dude, you know what? When this opens up, man, someone remind me about this. We've got to do a blog post comparing the cost ratio of like a three-night cruise that goes to Coco Cay versus like a water park at Disney World. When you consider in, you factor in lodging, uh, you know, food, and obviously the park and everything like that, there's a decent value proposition right there. Absolutely. And, and the most important thing, Matt, is I know you've always been a big fan of Lab at E, and I've always been a big fan of Coco K. So where do you think you stand now with this announcement? Oh, man. It's like, it's, <laughs> oh, man. It's like she's standing right there. I can't talk about her. She's right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, this the is going to, I know. It. It's going to, it's going to change the whole landscape. I'm not, I, I have no auspicious about that. However, of course, Royal Caribbean did say that they are going to be adding uh, some changes to Lobby, which we have no idea what it'll be yet. But uh, it's an exciting time, and what's even more exciting, Michael, what blew me away was the fact that this is this is coming out next summer. Like, oftentimes you hear about these projects, like new cruise ships, right? All right, we're going to announce, you know, Michael Pool of the Seas, and then it's, like, coming in 2028, 20, and it's like, ah, 
Oh, all right, whatever. Wake me up in like six years when it's kind of close. This is next year. I know. It's like the icon class. We're like, yeah, we'll see it when we see it. But you're right. This <laughs> yeah. is literally next year. We can book cruises today that take us to Coco Cay to this new water park adventure. And, and, and we got to do it, Matt. The first one, you and I, we're booking it. Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this, Michael. What part of this announcement, what part of, of anything they announce here at Coco Cay, are you the most excited about? What really gets you? What's like the thing you want? To, when we get there, we step off that, off the ship on the new pier, and you got your bandana on, and you've got your Stellas. And you're live on Periscope right now. Go Tennessee Falls. What is the first thing you're doing? Well, I probably won't be live because I'm not going to have a service. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, the water slides, I think, hand me down. They're always going to be everyone's first choice, and they're going to be all over it. But I really love the idea, Matt, that they have swim-up bars in the swimming pool, and you can sit there with your friends in the pool with bar stools in the water. That is going to be my go-to spot. I can see myself sitting there all day, Matt. Oh, dude, I'm I'm with you on that one. I, I mean, I like I think you I think you nailed it. The water slides are great, and all these other things are really really fun. But the freshwater pool at the swim up bar that is I mean that that's a great option anywhere you go, and I love that they're adding that one there. Right? Who needs Nachi when you have Coco Cay? Right? Okay. <laughs> I got to tell you, if you're Atlantis. In Nassau, you got to be. Well, I don't know how much they're really shaking their boots there at Lands to make a lot of money, but this is these. That's like the number one place I thought of immediately. That's going to have you know. Wow, now you have because they cost a lot of money to go there. But here, this is part of Royal Caribbean, and you know, I got a feeling that it's going to be a much better value and <laughs> tons of stuff over there. Right, and I hope they have longer stays there. I'd love to see some longer, you know, spending all all day there. And those over the water cabanas, um, those look amazing. Like, or I should rephrase myself: in the water cabanas. Yes, they are incredible. It's it's going to be unbelievable. I really, really can't wait. Michael, always always a pleasure to have you here talking real Caribbean. Thank you. All right, have a great cruise, Matt, uh, and I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. All right, let's go to our next caller. Hello, you are live on Real Caribbean Blog Podcast. Who are we speaking with? Uh, this is Gerald. Gerald from frozen and frigid Canada. Welcome. <laughs> yes, yes, I could go for a water park right about now. Yes, I can imagine but, you need a departure from your igloo. What? What? Tell us about your thoughts about about Coco Cay. I, I'm going to be that guy and say that I'm not too happy with it. Okay, just, tell, just talk to because, us why. Just because I, I, I really liked the low-key, easygoing nature of Coco Cay. It was just a relaxing, nice relaxing port. Now I kind of feel like it's it's kind of like Vegas in a while, in a way. But I totally, I totally understand why they're doing it. You know, families are their main demographic. They want activities. I totally get all that. A lot of people are going to be happy with it. I might love it too. But I, I, I really did like that option of just a, you know, an easygoing island. Sure. And, I mean, obviously, the beach experience will still be there, and it's not going to be taking anything away from it. Granted, you turn around and you'll see, you know, <laughs> Daredevil uh, Tower and, and a variety of other things that are going on over yeah. there. Um, and I can understand that. I mean, I guess here's the couple things that I I thought about. Because, I look, it's I don't think that you're wrong or anything like that. I think that I'm more right. No, just kidding. I think that the um, that there's a lot of components to this, and 
you know, first of all, it's a private island, right? It's owned by, well, or leased by, however you want to look at it, by a commercial entity, right? This was not, it was never a national park. It's not like Yellowstone that they're taking and they're adding a, 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 a roller coaster to. Like, if they took this and put this in a national park, right? Like, I, that would be like, what are you doing? That's crazy. Yeah. But this is, you know, this is a different experience. So, from that standpoint, I'm coming, you know, all right, it's, it was already a commercialized area. It was just underbuilt, you know, it was, like you said, but they've been adding things over the years, little by little. And then, as yeah, I said now, earlier, this is, now you've got a little bit more. Now you've got a huge step uh, above that. And I can understand why you you appreciated the uh, the quaintness, if you will, of the other yeah. place. Um, I mean, I like to think, though, that between, again, the beach is still going to be there. You can still do the beach day thing with the cabanas, yeah. right? Maybe you can con Billy into giving you money. It's very easy to con Billy, by the way, uh, to give you money, you know, and you guys can split the cost of one of those and hang out there. That way you get your quaint day and both of you can hide in the shade from fear of the sunlight that will instantly sunburn your very pale skins and you'll have a great time. True. I guess, I guess it just won't have that um, kind of like abandoned island feel to it. Like the, yeah. it, but I also have hopes, though, that they're going to get more islands. I mean, apparently there's been some talk about them looking at other islands. Yes. Maybe have a kind of low-key option, but who knows? I don't know. Like you said, I, maybe I could still experience it on Coco Cay, just in some corner of the island where everyone's <laughs> not running around. Like a, like a solarium sort of part of the island. Yep, and I, and I think, and I said this at the top of the show, but I think it's still appropriate. Is that a lot of the concerns I read about uh, people, you know, who are concerned about the uh, the all the stuff they're adding to it, right, and how it changes the nature of it, and how it, you know, it's better the way it was. And yeah. people say the same things about cruise ships, you. you know, about the Oasis class and versus you know the older ships in the fleet. And it's it's one of those things where I think that you know you as, as we see it actually come to fruition. Um, and, and I want to steal a quote from Ken Jarvis. You know, you got faith in what Royal Caribbean is going to do. Because over the years, we've seen a lot of things, and Ken was right. There have been a lot of things I said, really? They're adding that? And now I can't imagine <laughs> not that true. not being there. Yeah, that's true. And part of me is really excited about it. It's just, I mean, even as it stands now, some people don't like the Oasis class. There is kind of a divide in between small sure. ship and little ship. So, I don't know. I guess we're going more towards the Oasis class way of thinking. But it, it, you're right. It is kind of exciting. And Jarvis is right. You know, once once we get there and we experience it, we really may love it. You know, it's just, I'm, we're not going to have that deserted island anymore. But Sure. And, and Jarvis, that's fair. And- Jarvis always hated Coco Cay. So, he's, he's, he's really <laughs> happy about this. That's true. <laughs> Look, I mean, I was a Labadee fan uh, over Coco Cay, and I think a lot of it, I mean, the dock was one a- a- aspect of it, but I really do yeah. feel like a lot of why I liked Labadee more at the time was because it offered more. You know, I, look, it's not like I do the zipline every single time. Far from it. I, I've done it one time, the zipline. I've never done the roller coaster. Uh, I've never done the yeah. water slide that's over there, but I kind of like that they're over there as an option, and it feels like it's more of a just-then-another-beach day. But to your point, yeah. Gerald... I think that there is going to be, I, I, I think that, first of all, I think, uh, you know, wait and see. Let's see how this goes and what actually comes to fruition. It's, like, it's, really, it's really hard, honestly, to look at concept art necessarily and say, oh, yeah, this is my dream, right? Yeah. It's, you know, when you see it in, rea- in real life, it's going to, I think it's going to uh, put a, a human face, if you will, onto it. And yeah. I think that uh, there will be a lot more to enjoy about it. And, hey, look, that's, that's the nature of the fun of it. We get that option. And if you don't like it, 
well, there's going to be some other choices. There's lots of other islands in the Caribbean to enjoy as well. But uh, my hope is that we're all going to be able to enjoy it together. Yes, and we cannot deny the wow factor. Like, this this yes. is a big wow kind of thing. And the kids will love it. They, they definitely yes. will. But, yes. uh, yeah, no, we'll just see how it goes. And there's pros and cons to it. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Awesome. Well, thank you, Gerald. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Yes, you too. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Uh, for our next caller, we've actually got a recording from uh, Dennis from Australia. Dennis is uh, obviously when we recorded this episode, Dennis was sleeping. So I offered Dennis and all the other Australian listeners who had an opportunity to uh, send in their questions so, and calls. So here. Hello, Matt. This is Dennis from Australia, Canberra. My question to you is what's your conclusion about KKK? Is it a bit over the top? And will people go to it? Dennis, thanks for calling in with that. And, you know, is it over the top? That's a really good question, Dennis. I think, uh, you know, what you have to look at is the history of what Royal Caribbean does. And over the top is one way of putting it, but I think it's really just about plussing and adding more and making these things destinations. Like, they did the same thing with cruise ships, right? They used, I mean, cruise ships, you know, used to be, and I've, I've said this before, but, you know, cruise ships were this just, you know, I don't want to call them ferries, but just vessels to get you from point A to point B to point C. And now Royal Caribbean transformed that, you know, with the Oasis class and all those other mega ships that, you know, these are floating destinations. Well, now you've got island destinations, and I think it's in a very similar vein. So I'm excited for it, and I think that we're going to find that the idea of a private island experience is going to be literally and figuratively transformed. All right, let's keep things rolling with our next call. Hello, you are live on Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Who are we speaking with? Matt, Tony. Tony Law, how are you doing? Tony, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Just, um, you know, looking at um, at your live, live, um, live podcast, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's only one thing I want to say about Coco Cay. And yes, sir. It's, it's just a comparison to... Um, Nassau in terms of um, in, in terms of um, Atlantis and the cost of Atlantis. Oh, good. Um, yes. Yeah, you're looking at Atlantis is like $199 for each adult. So, you know, and last time I was there, I was actually truly disappointed with Atlantis. Uh, the hmm. flies were getting old. Um, the property was crowded. Um, and everything else was extra. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a really good point. I mean, the value of it, even – there have been numbers thrown around there. And again, at the recording of this podcast, we – I think we're going off this idea that it's somewhere between – I've heard between 60 and $100 per person. Again, I don't know mm-hmm. that for a fact, so we'll see how these numbers go. But at any rate, let's assume that, worst case, $100, right? That's still right. half of that 199 number you just quoted me for Atlantis. And I think you hit upon a really other important uh, point there, Tony, which is the Bahamas in general, Right. I think if we took a poll of favorite Caribbean islands to visit on a Royal Caribbean cruise, I'm not sure Nassau or really any port in the Bahamas really makes it high up on the list. And Coco Cay always had appeal to it. But I think this is really going to breathe a lot of new life in, of interest into going to a Bahamas itinerary. Especially like, let me give you the example, Tony, because I know you love your star class, right? <laughs> yeah. Anthem, Anthem of the Seas, right, out of New York. I did, uh, in 2017, I did a, a sailing, which was to uh, Port Canaveral, Nassau, and Coco Cay. At the time, eh, not the, I booked it for Anthem more so than the itinerary. But now, 
when you add with these changes to Coco K, that completely changes the landscape of that kind of an itinerary because now there's a huge draw for for me and I'm sure a lot of folks as well. So I think you're onto something right there. Yeah, it's true. In fact, I'm going on that exact same itinerary again in a couple of weeks. Um, and last time, because we couldn't tender, we ended up staying overnight in Nassau. And I ended up staying on the ship for two days because there's nothing for me to do in Nassau anymore. Hmm. Yeah. So it'll be nice to have this option there. No question about it. Tony, always, as always, thank you for joining us here. Thanks, Matt. Talk to you later. Time for our next caller. Hi, you are live on Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Who are we speaking with? Uh, this is Aaron Lyons. Hi, Matt. Aaron, what is going on? <laughs> How you doing? Happy St. Patrick's awesome. Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day last week, because this episode comes out on Wednesday next week. <laughs> These are re- exactly. Right. They're recorded live. <laughs> oh, my God. I know I'm waiting for Brandon to call in, too. Um, anyway, I was just about to say... At first, when they decided to do this, I was like, okay, what are they adding now? I'm really excited. I fully agree with you in terms of Labadee. I wanted to change my itinerary and go to Labadee because it had the water slides. It had the coaster going down. But now the fact that they're bringing it to Coco Cay is great. Yeah, I think this, I mean, it, it fundamentally changes what Coco Cay offers. I mean, that that's fairly obvious once you saw these changes, especially if you've been to Coco Cay or you've done that comparison. I know for a lot of folks, I've done this too. I've been guilty of this as well, Aaron, of looking at different itineraries and literally coming down to, well, do we want to go to Coco Cay or Labadee on this, you know, Eastern or Western and, and that kind of a decision. And now it's a whole new uh, ball game. I think I've used that metaphor like eight times already today, but it doesn't matter because it's still true. <laughs> yeah. Yep, um, that is very true. So I was I was super excited about that. I really like the idea of the uh, AKA North Star on Coco K going up and <laughs> up up away. That, that is cool, great. isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they had they had a at the media event in New York. They had a VR experience. So basically, you got in a fake basket of the balloon. You put on VR headsets, and it lifted you up. And you could it was a simulation, obviously, of what it was like. And look, obviously, it's a VR. It's not real, but the 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 view there is amazing to be able to see know, everything dude. around you and you know you could you could easily spot big dog ron in the floating bar down there <laughs> and ken jarvis oh, in exactly. his in his in his cabana and brandon with his arms folded back on board the ship it would be awesome exactly and at least they they're saving the floating bar right we're keeping that there yes it was definitely, I, prominently, I saw it definitely there. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's so cray-cray to have that thing up there. I mean, you know, it's just, it's it's like when I went up in uh, Tower 1 in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, the Freedom Tower, we went up there, and we kept going up and up and up and up, and just kind of reminded of that a little bit. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's an exciting thing. And I think that when we see it also come online and we start seeing the things, I'm hoping that some folks may, may change their mind about it. Uh, you know, and time will tell. You never know. But I think in general, it's, it's a good, uh, uh, positive thing that's coming to Coco K because, again, it's just going to offer a lot of cool choices. So, Aaron, thank you so much mm-hmm. for calling in with, with your thoughts. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. All right, time for one more call, I think. We've got our next caller on. Hello, you're live on Real Korean Blog Podcast. Who are we speaking with? Hey, Brandon Owen here, live from the Paradise Pub. 
Brandon Owen. What's going on, Brandon? All right. I, what are your, tell me your thoughts about Coco K. Well, I've been taking a lot of abuse on the uh, on the on the um, scope, and I figured I'd call it. I love it, man. It's, I think it looks like it's going to be great. Um, I'm, I'm sure it'll be something for everybody. Um, I'm glad that Michael Poole will be in the, at the floating bar. I'm sorry, at the uh, swim up bar, and I can be at the uh, floating bar. So uh, um, that's great. That is a huge benefit right there. You can uh, yeah separation can... separation from Michael Poole. I mean, now we just got to figure out something for Ron. <laughs> it's let me i think you mentioned something at the very beginning of your call brandon something for everyone and i think that's a really important thing because it's not to say that i don't think any, everybody that called in today wants to do everything and that's okay you can do certain things that appeal to you i mean it's not to say that well let's be honest uh, big dog ron's gonna want to go down the water slide right because that's his you know he's he's that kind of crazy guy <laughs> but you know you can go do just a day in the cabanas right you I'm sure if you ask uh, Ken Jarvis what he thought of Coco Cases, well, my cabana was nice, but I never left it, never went anywhere else, and that's okay. That's what he likes to do. Some people like Gerald will just sit at the beach all day and enjoy that, but there's something there for everyone, and adding variety is the spice of life, and I, I've used that a lot on this podcast, and I like that there's going to be a lot of different choices, so we have something to do there. And maybe one time you go there, Brandon, as a you're not even a gold member anymore. Now as a high and mighty platinum member, <laughs> you might in, <laughs> you might enjoy a nice drink at the at the Suma Bar. Next time you might go up in the up up and away, and maybe the next time you're hanging out at the floating bar with one Michael Poole. Well, there's the like the likelihood when I get there is I'm probably going to head for South Beach, find the find the uh, uh, hammocks, and then go to the floating yes. bar. But uh, Wilson has challenged me. Uh, he has uh, said that I should. Uh, go up in the balloon thing or up in the tower and that uh, we're going to have a water balloon cannon that we're going to shoot at the folks over on the NCL Island. The thoughts and uh, thoughts and comments of people on this podcast do not necessarily represent the thoughts <laughs> and views of realcrimmingblog.com or its subsidiaries. Uh, water balloon cannon would be great, don't you think? Again, the views of this caller do not necessarily represent Matt Hotchberg or his subsidiaries or his family's holdings. There you go. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a lot. Of, I think it's. I think it's gonna be an interesting thing. And Brandon, I'm. I'm. I'm excited that hopefully you and I will be able to go experience this together, so we can we can hold hands and we can go walk down that pier and enjoy and go see Coco okay for ourselves. I'm uh, not sure I'll be holding your hand, Matt. But uh, we can we can go and uh, we can go and swim up to the bar together. How's that? That's a great idea. Thank you, Brandon, for calling and being such a good sport. All right, take care, Matt. Great podcast, man. Thank you, sir. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. We didn't have any emails this week because we had you guys on. This was your show. So thank you for being a part of it. I hope to do more of these call-in shows from time to time. But be sure to check out RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. Again, we have all the details about what's coming to Coco K and all the announcements being made over there in our show notes. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg, and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>